Everybody, welcome to Two ZQ Hot Takes. This time it's True Crime Part Three, the third installment of the New York City gay crime wave, according to NBC News, an exclusive for Out News, reported by Matt Livetes. Patrons of New York City gay bar incapacitated and robbed of thousands via facial recognition on their phones. Three men visiting the Eagle NYC were incapacitated and then robbed of $1,000 to $5,000, the NYPD said on Thursday. Now, for me, after doing a little work and researching what these stories are about, it seems that the major shift in the narrative is the demographic and their financial status. Most of the people who were robbed before were in their 20s and their 30s. And if they came into good fortune, they were robbed. But now you have people who are a little bit more substantial and can complain a little bit louder. And they had been taken advantage of. And suddenly they're being taken more seriously. According to the story, three men who visited a New York City gay bar were robbed of thousands of dollars using facial recognition access on their phones, the New York Police Department confirmed on Thursday. Now, previously, the city and the police had stated that they did not believe gay men were being specifically targeted. Although one young woman and one 42-year-old man at the Hotel Chantel were also robbed, the concentration of this activity has been focused on gay men. The three men, who were in their late 30s and 40s, visited a Chelsea gay leather bar, the Eagle NYC, on separate nights in October and November and were each robbed of $1,000 to $5,000, according to the NYPD's Deputy Commissioner of Public Information. Now, the thing about all this is, the story is going to go on and say something else, which I tend to think is either deliberate misinformation by the NYPD because they don't want to give away what they already know, or there is something that is missing because there is no way that these guys were targeted leaving this place. People in every other instance were targeted because they were seen or observed using facial recognition on their phones and using that to pay. People were already planted inside and observing customers as they came in and made their way through these other venues. No arrests have been made and the investigation is ongoing, authorities said. Police believe the criminals used facial recognition to access the victims' phones and funds once they were incapacitated, according to Captain Robert Galt of the city's 10th precinct, who spoke about the incidents at a police community council meeting last week. What we think is happening with this scheme is they're being lured away from the club, maybe to say, hey, you want to come with me? I got some good drugs or something like that, Galt said, and then... Once they get into a car and do whatever it is that they're going to do, at some point or another, they don't know what happened. 
when they wake up. Now, I mean, this is <laughs> a really an ancient stereotypical uh, response, and it's kind of insulting. Maybe this did happen, but I'm pretty sure these people get incapacitated while they're inside these venues. A 19-year-old female and a 42-year-old male who were visiting a New York City bar that is not affiliated with the LGBT community, Hotel Chantel, were also robbed in November and December by the same group of criminals, a police spokesperson said. So, very, very obviously, this is organized. When asked how the authorities were able to link the five incidents to the same group, the spokesperson added, all five cases have the same M.O. Galt said that authorities were able to locate the license plate, vehicles of interest, and at least one phone number connected to the suspects in the incidents connected to the Eagle NYC. Neither the Eagle NYC nor Hotel Chantel responded to NBC News request for comment. I've been to the Hotel Chantel, and it can be a bit on the raucous side, and I think that people get caught up in the, the excitement and they get somewhat exuberant and they can be taken advantage of. I've been to the Eagle many times. And uh, the point of being in the Eagle is not to be timid. So people tend to let themselves go to a little degree or adopt a different persona than they normally would during their nine to five lives. And uh, when people are taken advantage of, it's because they're vulnerable. In January, the Eagle NYC posted on its Instagram account security footage of two men interacting with bar patrons outside the venue, writing, Do not take rides from these guys. We are told that they have someone in a car around nearby street corners waiting for these guys to bring someone. The Eagle NYC added in the since-deleted Instagram post that it reported the known offenders to appropriate authorities. The police spokesperson said the incidents at the Eagle NYC and Hotel Chantel are not related to any other pattern of robberies happening in the city. The recent robberies bear a resemblance to the cases reported by NBC News in November of Julia Ramirez, 25, a social worker, and John Umberger, 33, a political consultant, who were targeted in similar fashion and suffered unexplained deaths. On the separate evenings of their deaths, Ramirez and Umberger were seen leaving New York City gay bars with groups of men before their bank accounts were drained of thousands of dollars using facial recognition access on their phones, according to their family members. At the time, the NYPD revealed that police and the district attorney's office were investigating several incidents where individuals had been victims to other robberies or assault, in which some, but not all, are members of the LGBT community. On Monday, and this is last week, on Monday, New York City's Office of Nightlife held a webinar directed at the city's LGBTQ community promoting safety precautions for bar patrons in light of the previously reported robberies. Officials advised bar patrons against using facial recognition technology to secure their phones and to alert friends of their whereabouts. Well, yeah, yeah, this happens. All, all together, though, 
too much of the time, we are given the short shrift. This is now obviously something that has caused people to be outraged. It isn't just kids being indiscreet. It isn't just young guys who are being insulted. And I really do think that these young, younger fellows, because they're not idiots, they're not stupid, they're not childish, they're not foolish, they're together guys. And they got taken advantage of because they were vulnerable. Because who thinks someone is going to wait for you inside a bar and notice that you are using facial recognition on your phone to pay? You're being slick and cool. It's the 21st century. But that's happening to guys who are no longer kids now. And that's the problem. They weren't taken seriously in the first place. The guys who were interviewed told the New York Times they felt that they were not being taken seriously. Now, these guys who were in their 30s and their 40s obviously have a, a bit more traction in the community and a bit more professional standing. So that's what it's coming down to. The fact that people who have a little bit of money, a little bit of prominence can complain now as opposed to letting these poor guys being robbed and left for dead. I'd also like to know who exactly came up with this lethal cocktail of xylazine, fentanyl, cocaine, and lidocaine, which incapacitates these guys and causes them to die. Who is the mastermind behind this? This, is, this isn't just something that happened by accident. They didn't just stumble upon this. Somebody knows what they're doing. I want to see some arrests, and I want to see them soon. Thanks for listening. See you next time, and as the kitties say, peace out. Peace out.